Welcome to Come Follow Me with Valerie. This week is February 5th through 11th. We're going over 2 Nephi 1 and 2. So I am going to read one of these verses with my own language. Second uh, Nephi chapter 1 verse 13. Oh, that ye would think for yourselves. Think for yourselves and stop having other people think for you. It really says, Oh, that ye would awake, awake from a deep sleep. Yea, even from the sleep of hell, and shake off the awful chains by which ye are bound, which are the chains which bind the children of men, that they are carried away captive down to the eternal gulf of misery and woe. I think when we are not critically thinking and we're letting other people make our thoughts and decisions for us, that is putting us to sleep and as we sleep we are just being pulled down into hell because no one knows who we are better than ourselves so if someone is making choices for us that is not the path we should be on that is the path that leads to death and destruction and not fun it's not a fun path but when you awake and you start thinking for yourselves um, and start living your own life, taking ownership of your life, verse 15, but behold, the Lord hath redeemed my soul from hell. I have behold, beheld his glory and I'm encircled about eternally in the arms of his love. It turns into heaven. Just being held by a loving God is heaven. Okay, so... I have been thinking a lot about the tree of life and the tree of good and evil. I think they are the same tree. I'm going to read a verse and explain that further. Um, chapter 2, verse 15, And to bring about his eternal purposes in the end of man, after he had created our first parents, and the beasts of the field, and the fowls of the air, and in fine, all things which are created, it must needs be, that there was an opposition, even the forbidden fruit, in opposition to the tree of life, the one being sweet and the other bitter. So I think these two trees are the same exact tree. The difference, what is in opposition to each other, is the person that partakes of the tree. I believe the first one is immature and I believe the second one has matured and grown up into a whole healthy happy person when I first partook of the fruit tree of good and evil I believe that was a pure love of Christ I tasted and when I tasted it I felt all the sin inside of me I felt all the hate inside of me and it made me so bitter I was so bitter, bitter and full of hate and I, I felt so wounded and hurt by so many things that as I continued partaking of the pure love of Christ, I let it heal me and I became whole, healthy and happy. And now the fruit isn't bitter. It doesn't make me bitter. It's so sweet and I want everyone to taste it, but I know it's going to be bitter to some people. Um, so it's, it's fine. 
Um, I just think the opposition is immaturity. Immaturity. And the tree is the same. It's just who we are when we partake of the fruit of the pure love of Christ. Um, so one more thing I want to read is I feel like the Garden of Eden is just our immature state. It's everything's black and white. We're certain about everything. We don't really have to think. We're kind of asleep because God didn't really make it complicated. Everything's there. So um, we don't really take ownership of our life. And we can't really create, be creators in that state. Um, when everything's being handed to us, um, we're not really our own person in this state. So it's not really fun. Um, so I wanted to read Second Nephi chapter 2. Verse 22, and now behold, if Adam had not transgressed, he would have not fallen. He would have remained in the garden of Eden and all things were created must have remained in the same state in which they were after they were created and they must have remained forever and ever and had no end. You know, what's funny <laughs> is I just realized this is a church. It, when it doesn't change, um, that is us staying in this innocent, I'm not doing anything wrong mindset. Um, things don't change in this Garden of Eden, in this immaturity. And they would have had no children. They would have been able to have great creative power. Um, wherefore, they would have remained in a state of innocence, having no joy, for they knew no misery, doing no good, for they knew no sin. But behold, all things have been done in the wisdom of him who knoweth all things. Adam fell that men might be, that men are, that they might have joy. We must grow up. That's what this is saying. We must get out of the innocent stage, the black and white thinking where we stay the same. We have to take ownership of our life, stop being innocent, and create, become creators. And the Messiah cometh in the fullness of time that he may redeem the children of men from the fall. And because that they are redeemed from the fall, they have become free forever, knowing good from evil, to act for themselves and not be acted upon, save it be by punishment of the law at the great and last day, according to the commandments which God hath given. Wherefore, men are free according to the flesh, and all things are given them, which are expedient unto man, and they are free to choose liberty and eternal life through the great mediator of all men, or choose captivity and death according to the captivity and power of the devil. For he seeketh that all men might be miserable to himself. So I thoroughly enjoyed these scriptures this week. I feel like they are my lived experience. I feel like we were always meant to grow up we were always meant to change. We were always meant to take ownership of our life and mature. And I believe the path to being whole, healthy, and happy is accepting that we are valuable every single second of every single day. And this is something we don't have to earn so we can just relax and live in the present moment. 
and enjoy our life and make it whatever we want to make it. We are the creators of our life and we have so much power inside of us. We just have to accept it and use it. And, and I will end it there. Bye.